Welcome to another edition of Main Menu for Wednesday the 31st of December, New Year's Eve no less. We've got one main item for you today, which is an interview I did with Greg Brayton, who runs his own commercial recording studio, Brayton & Sons Production. We've got another little item before that about Screen Reader Survey uh, that is being taken place. But first, let's do a bit of housekeeping. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can write to us here at Main Menu, that's all one word, at acbradio.org. That's Main Menu at acbradio.org. If you'd like to subscribe to our friends list, it's main menu, again on one word, dash friends, dash subscribe, at acbradio.org. It's main menu, dash friends, friends, dash subscribe, at acbradio.org. If you'd like to visit our website, uh, download earlier shows, read the show notes, post ideas that you might like us to look into, that is main menu. .acbradio.org You'll find all sorts of details there. So, that's the housekeeping taken care of. Now then, before we start the main menu program itself, we have a special item for you. Here is ACB's President Mitch Pomerantz with his New Year's Eve message. This is Mitch Pomerantz, President of the American Council of the Blind. The year 2009 is nearly here, and so... I want to wish all of you in the ACB radio listening audience the happiest and healthiest of New Year's. Wherever you live, you are a member of the ACB family as well as a part of the worldwide blindness community. We know, as our sighted colleagues are learning through our efforts, that we are capable of and ready to take our place in the larger world community. 2009 marks the 200th anniversary of the birth of Louis Braille, the inventor of the code which serves as the written language of the blind. In the United States, Braille literacy is declining for a variety of reasons. We cannot allow this trend to continue. We must and will strive to see that Braille literacy rates increase, not just here, but throughout the world. This past August, I attended and participated in the seventh quadrennial meeting of the World Blind Union in Geneva, Switzerland. It was a fantastic educational opportunity, highlighted for me by adoption of a resolution based on ACB's position relating to hybrid vehicles, or what we call quiet cars. Meeting and socializing with blind and visually impaired leaders from throughout the world was an incredible experience as well. ACB experienced a tremendously successful year with our victory in federal court, which will require U.S. currency to be fully accessible to blind and visually impaired persons, just as it is for the blind in 180 nations around the world. We continue to make other aspects of life more accessible for blind people through our advocacy efforts. As we enter into the bicentennial year of Lewis Braille's birth, my commitment as ACB president is to translate the momentum of our successes into an international effort to promote 
our positive belief in the abilities and capabilities of blind and visually impaired people worldwide. Again, I want to wish everyone listening to ACB Radio a healthy and a happy new year, and a year in which we honor the memory of the Father of Braille, not just in words, but in positive actions toward enhanced Braille literacy. That was the president of the American Council of the Blind, Mr. Mitch Pomerantz, and his New Year's message. Now then, continue with Main Menu. Are you a screen reader user? Then listen up. WebAIM.org has set up a screen reader survey to assist web developers in developing accessible web pages. We encourage you to take it, whether you're a Mac user, Windows user, or even a Linux user. It was posted as of uh, December 18th, 2008, and results will be posted in March of 2009. You can find it at http colon slash slash www.webaim.org slash projects slash screen reader survey. Once again, that's www.webaim.org slash projects slash screen reader survey. For main menu, I'm Dan Eckmeyer. Thanks, Dan. Back to you. Oops, thanks, Dan. There we go. That's the screen reader survey. So if you are a screen reader user, do take it. It uh, helps people decide what we want. And that's the main thing. So to the main item on the agenda today. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke with Greg Brayton, who runs Brayton and Sons Productions, a commercial recording studio run by a blind person and doing very nicely. Thank you. Now then, Chrissy, what have you got to say? And I'm talking with Greg Brayton, who runs his own commercial recording studio, Brayton and Sons Production. I'm Chrissy Cochran from Main Menu, and I'm talking with Greg Brayton, who runs his own commercial recording studio, Brayton and Sons Production. Greg, welcome to Main Menu. It's good to be here, Chrissy. Okay, you've got a commercial recording studio. On what equipment do you do this? I am pretty much um, doing everything now with the aid of Sonar, Mm -hmm. uh, a program called Cake Talking, sonar which is designed to work specifically with jaws to make uh, sonar more accessible to blind people uh, and I'm totally blind and uh, this cake talking program is just marvelous it's just a fantastic thing and sonar is quite a program uh, you can have just about as many virtual tracks as you can imagine well it's funny you should say that because listeners to main milieu will have heard over the last few weeks, about three weeks ago when this goes out, Jorgen Hansen did a demonstration of Sonar 6 producer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so people will be vaguely familiar with the way Sonar works, I think. I hope. <laughs> but how does that work in terms of sort of commercial recording? You know, you know as well as I do, people come into a recording studio... They know there's a control room normally with tape machines and what have you. They come into your studio, and what, what do they find? Um, I have a studio, uh, you know, an outside studio, 
and a control room, just mm-hmm. like a regular mm-hmm. studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a pretty f- good array of space uh, equipment and and space to put it in. Uh, so a lot of people, when they come in here and they look and they say, "Oh, Jesus, just like on TV, what uh, what looks to be a recording studio." I've got a nice size board now that I'm using, and, uh, and of course, it's smaller now than what it was because I've got one that'll hook up to the computer and actually uh, remember the mixes from the computer. If I move a volume up and down or a fader up to pan to left and right. The uh, computer will remember that, <clears throat> and so people can watch those move up and down and get freaked out and like it. Um, uh, they see me sitting here behind this rather large keyboard. It's uh, Roland KR4500, mm-hmm. although I use it to control an awful lot of internal what we call soft synths, and those are uh, sounds that are generated by the computer. They're uh, programs written uh, to sound like a lot of the great electric pianos, grand pianos, bass guitars, horns, drums, you name it. These sounds are, are, have been replicated in the soft synth environment, and I just access those and put them together, and, uh, and we have a pretty good time. Now, that, that's done on the computer. Do you find, though, unlike a normal keyboard do you find any latency in something like that no but i've got a real good computer mm-hmm. um you know that's a, a a big part of it my processor is like 3.4 gig or something like that and i have two gigs of ram and the computer is just used for the recording studio is it yeah right right so right. It's, it's not doing other things it's not bringing down your email while you no <laughs> no I, I don't want to do that. I, I I had that set up when I first got got involved with this stuff, and it's just better to keep the internet and everything else away from your audio. Yeah, I I, I personally would agree. The with computer that as well. is a, is a recorder. Yeah, yeah. So how yeah. long have you had the studio? Over twenty years. Wow. Uh, because I started out with with regular. Oh, tell uh, tell us what did you start else. with? What equipment were you using when you first started? I had a 12-track Akai, um, similar to, well, it, it wasn't a reel-to-reel tape, uh, but at the time it was the largest cassette kind of tape that you could get. Mm-hmm. It was a $6,000 unit. It was a good machine, and it lasted me for 10 years or so. But that, that, uh, And then was I that synchronized that cassettes? with a sequencer called the Roland KR4500, and I had several keyboards uh, that I midied up. I used MIDI mm-hmm. uh, and uh, synchronized those with the audio. Well, were they standard cassettes? No. no. Right. They, uh-huh. they were large like video cassettes. Okay. And presumably uh-huh. the speed was a lot higher than the standard box standard yeah. cassette machine. Yeah. Right. So you got a half-decent frequency response out of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was supposedly better than reel-to-reel or at least as good as. So you never actually used reel-to-reel in, in the I studio? I did not, no. Mm-hmm. So you never... Ha- but how then did you get on with editing on a thing like that? Well, I did a lot of retakes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't do a lot of editing. Punch in, punch out. Yeah. Uh-huh, that sort uh-huh. of thing. I didn't do any tape splicing. 
but isn't editing much easier these days? Isn't it wonderful? Oh, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With things like SoundForge and, and this uh, Cakewalk pro- or Sonar program that I have, it's, it's a breeze. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's, <clears throat> let's look at a few of the noises. Someone comes in to you and says, can you do me a backing track for something like Old Lang Syne, as we're in the new year? Mm-hmm. just about or we're approaching it we're a day away from it when this goes out how would you go about doing that i guess i would uh i know i'm putting you on the spot start with a bass mm-hmm. there's a nice fretless sound that's a nice one isn't it yes and if you hit it hard with the finger it'll Yes, yeah, that's nice. Let me move the microphone back a little bit here. There we go. Now remember, folks, you're hearing this from a (laughs) microphone, so you're hearing the keyboard being played as as opposed to coming direct off off the system, which the eventual track will not have that cracking noise in it. I got kind of a nice little beat going there. Mm-hmm. Um, those are drum loops that I like to use, and they're very cool. I also have drum sounds that I can play, but I'm into these drum loops these days. Right. Um, mm. Maybe I should uh, show you how those work. Yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. Please do. Uh, uh, one track one selected drum loop name column. That's the drum loop track. Mm-hmm. Uh, selected track one from delete. I'm just clearing a track off so that we don't have any. Oh, thing that I had before. Now, if you remember, folks, when Jorgen did his demonstration, he also named each track. So, you know, we're sort of following on from where, where he did his demo, which is, which is good for people might who might be interested in getting the sonar package. Well, it's real handy because then you can you can type in a control G and find the track that, uh, that you're looking for. I'll show you that in a second here. Mm-hmm. That would be a bridge, BR. Groovy. That's a nice drum sound. Just for the sake of putting something together, let's do it like this. I inserted a drum thing. It's like walk this way, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) yes. But you'll see that there's a method to my madness when we get done with this, okay? Okay. Um, I'm selecting this. That that was a one measure drum loop. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to copy it. Copy dialogue. Event enter. This is what I do. So how long are we going to make this song? Well, for our intents and purposes, let's not make it too long, but let's see. Where am I? Two seconds. 23 frames. Yeah. I hit F5 twice and found out that I'm at two seconds and a a, a few frames. So let's say I want to make this thing maybe a minute long. Well, okay. So we're at at about a minute, let's say. Yeah, let's go. Now, just for fun, let's, let's find our base. Go to track by name dialogue. Type all or part of P, A, S, S, enter, OK button to activate press space bar. Track 9, base name column. Aha! Uh-huh. Now, do go. you tend to have them already preset up so you know that, say, for one session, you always know that base will be such and such without having to go through all the patching and what have you? I'm a guy that 
Sometimes I'll do that. You know, everything varies. It depends on what day it is, what's going on with the client, what kind of a thing they want. A lot of times I'll start out with just an empty template and add things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As, they're, as they're called for. Right. Okay. And, and I can show you how you add certain instruments, too, um, mm-hmm. from a blank template if you'd like to see that. Okay. For for now, maybe we should just go with this. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, and just to see how quickly and easily this goes together. Hearing the bass quite as loud as I'd like to. True. So we just go up here. Can you hear it okay? Yep. Now? Yeah. Hmm. That's a nice okay. fretless bass. I like that. Uh, I think we we had a little mistake in here somewhere, and uh, so I'm going to go into what they call the event view. All four. There are no events in the event view because nothing has been recorded in track eight. Oh, because well, I, I went to track eight. Ah. Track eight is the audio track of the bass, which is on track nine. That's what makes it a soft sense. You see, you you put it in as a MIDI track, but it also has an audio counterpart. And you'd need somebody a lot smarter than I am to tell you just how this stuff works. Okay, I don't care how it works. I just want to use it. I'm so sorry. what? what so presumably on the MIDI track you'd have the raw MIDI sound, uh-huh. and and yeah. on the audio you'd have any phasing or whatever they happen to put on or you happen to put on. No, I don't think so. No. I, I mean, I, it was only a thought. Yeah, I I don't know. All I know is that you you record on the MIDI track and you can treat that as a MIDI track. And if you solo the MIDI track, solo. You're still going to have it, okay? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you still got the sound of the audio. Now, if you if you unsolo it, and you go to the audio track, which is track eight, you're also going to hear it. And we're going to we're going to edit the MIDI track where I made a little mistake. Several ways of doing that. You could just record over. What we've got here is a little intro. Should old acquaintance be forgotten? I'm, I'm stopping it there because I remember that we had a problem with one of the changes here. Yeah, right ah, there. there. <laughs> yes, right. yes. See, now, I'm a guitar player. I'm not a keyboard player. This is my excuse. No excuse needed, my dear. No excuse needed. And because I'm pretty good at editing things, okay? So, we want an E natural there. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 
Now I could punch it in, or I could go into this event view and just change the note because it's a MIDI thing. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Where am I? Seven. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Da, yeah. Da, da, da. And then and when we want the um. when we want the E change instead of this G. Oh. oh, okay. F sharp three. F sharp D three. And that should be an E, so Enter F sharp three. E three. Enter. Don't name. And there was another one. Enter. F sharp three. E three. Enter. There we go. Don't name E3. Now we just go back to seven. It's neat. Is that groovy or what? That's groovy or what? Yeah. That's what. And now let's say I want to save this because I don't want things going into the air. And so I'm going to save it as a normal thing. And I'm saving it in the Greg Brayton folder. So, in case my computer crashes, now we can just pull that baby up and we're in good shape. What else would we like to hear? Oh, what should we have? A rhythm guitar on that? Let's put a little melody in, okay? Yeah, it does help, doesn't it? Yeah. Um... Uh-huh. Now is that is that echo being generated from yeah, the that keyboard echo or is, is part that... of the sound that's here? Right, uh-huh. <coughs> if I wanted to I cannot get in and mess with the sound of that. I would just search for a different piano. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, some instruments allow you to get in and mess with the sounds, actually. Oh, here's our X-File sound. That's oh, what I want. Let's have him. Okay. Right. I messed up, so... There we go. And then let's have something else take the melody there. Okay, just for fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's this a nice thing here. I'll make sure that no tracks are armed. Okay, and I'm just usually these will these will arm by themselves. They're MIDI tracks, but mm-hmm. sometimes you want to make sure that the other one is unarmed before you go moving to this one. And I'm just waiting here for my turn to play with this uh, other lead.
Okay. This no, is a groovy like version of Old Lang Syne, folks. I didn't like that F natural in there. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, sorry. But editing is a whole lot easier, isn't it, than it would be on tape. Yeah. This F natural, I'm just going to, instead of go to the event view like I did before, I'm just going to play it in. Oh, shoot, and so I undo. And there you have it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's, that's, that's that. We need a little... Um, Here's a nice little... Oh, yes, we need, we need some padding in there. A little padding? Yeah, yep. yeah, a little padding. Well, let's make sure they're unarmed. Unarmed all tracks. is too loud so you can't hear the so you, you can now so just, just change that without having to replay no, it just turn it down yep volume is at minus eight so let's just uh i'll just minus 9.8 minus 11.3 minus 13.3 or i can change it on the fly i can turn it up or way down Now, for the benefit of people who have not been in recording studio, studios, if you were now to do, let's say, how many vocals on that, would you have the same editing capabilities as you have for MIDI tracks? In other not words, being really. able to punch no, in and um, alter sounds once they're done for I individual can't. tracks. Um, no, I can't. Um, you've got... They've got pitch shifters and things like that now. Um, I'm not in possession of one. Jorgen Hansen, who you mentioned before... He sometimes uh, will, he's a master with editing with that. Because sometimes your pitch shifting and such will sound a little bit surreal. 
Jorgen has it down to a science where he can really, as long as you're close to locked, yeah, you know, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. he can take your voice and really make it. He made mine sound real good. But, it, but in terms of sort of punching of in and punching out, you can do that sort of. Oh yeah, punching you, in. And you punching could say, out oh, heavens, can you easy. can you put and in a couple of words? Is yeah. real easy, right? Mm-hmm. Cutting and pasting is real easy. Um, so if you sing the chorus right at one point and you don't sing it right the next time, you just you know, take the take the uh, just pick it up and move it. Even one or two words, you, <laughs> can do that with, you know. So that's not really a problem. Yeah, uh, you know. And recording vocals is just about as easy as this is, or or guitar. Um, you can punch in guitar notes. Now, I if you if you out, were doing it yourself, if you were doing it yourself and you're playing guitar, would you? It's a silly question, I know, but would you have something like a foot pedal for punching it in, so as you could have your hands on the guitar ready to go? Or it's a good idea, but I don't. But what you do have instead is what a, what they call an auto punch, mm-hmm. and you can set the from and through from the auto punch. And so it will take you in and out automatically as soon as you hit record. Right. So you don't yeah. have to have your hands on it. That, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand. But no, I don't have. I don't have a foot pedal. Yeah. <laughs> you could get one. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't happen to have it. Yeah. So tell me, Greg, just just moving away a little. What sort of recordings have you done in the studio? What's What's the most advanced thing and the most difficult thing you've ever done in the studio? You know, I can barely think back to last week, let alone 20 years ago. I'm not real sure how to answer that. Okay. Um, you know, I, I last a couple of weeks ago, I did something that had probably 40 tracks in it, just for my own edification. Mm. Uh, I did a 15-minute piece in order to get myself to jog a mile at a specific uh, at a specific tempo. Oh, that's a neat idea. I like and that. And I called that's, it that's exercise. Neat. And I had about 40 tracks worth of stuff going on uh, without freezing up. If you put too much info on these computers, they'll freeze up on you a little bit. Yeah. And mm. there are ways to get around that, too. But that's probably for another uh, yeah. session, you know. Uh, but I've done that. Um, but usually my stuff revolves around individual songwriters who want to make their songs sound better. And so most of my recordings involve maybe bass, keyboards, and a couple, three guitars played by me, and these drum loops that you use. And do you get people coming into the studio and say, I've got this demo file here, or this demo tape, or whatever, and... Um you, you have to deal with it, or do you insist that you do it from the ground up sort of thing? I've done it both ways. I've done it both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually recorded along with what they've done before. I've done that. Um, some of that works better than others. But I had a fellow uh, just a, in a, a lot of years or so ago who did some MIDI files at his home, and then we brought them here. We imported them into Sonar uh, and used one of my keyboard sounds to work with what he had done already and then um uh, i added bass drums guitars etc and how well did that work because presumably keyboards differing as they do his midi sounds would have sound different say you you set up a piano on yours it may well sound different to what he thought the piano sounded like when he did it on his and it it varies yeah that's, that's absolutely right this particular one worked super 
Um, some of them don't. Okay, so we've got old Lang Syne on there. Um, yep. What else could we do with it? Um, I could fix those drums, though, so that they sound a little bit more, so that it's not the same loop over and over again. Yeah, indeed. That, that would be interesting. And so what I would do is I would do this. I think I'd insert a measure at the beginning so we could have a little fill. Mm -hmm. Now, would this be another drum loop, or, or would you do that fill, say, from the, from the drum sounds on the keyboard? Well, I've got drum fills along with those drum loops, so I'd use, a, I'd use those drum loops. Mm -hmm. I can play all the drums from a keyboard if we wanted to. Yeah, right. Uh, and that would actually take less time, but I like the sound of these loops so much that I prefer them to mm -hmm. anything that I can play. Right. Okay. Some people like Jorgen, he's a real excellent drummer in his own right, and so he prefers to play his own. But sometimes I, I know he 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 did that on the on the sonar demonstration, mm -hmm. and I thought, you know, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, and I, I mean, I can do I'm it okay. by building them up, and he just sits there and does it. You know, absolutely. <laughs> you think, yeah, does, right, yeah, yeah, and he does probably the kick, the snare, and and the cymbals and the tom drives. He probably does it in one pass. Yeah, he does. He does. Whereas I do bass and snare first, and then I go on and I put the cymbals. Yeah, and which the tom which is the way I would do it as well. Yeah, I must admit. Yeah. <laughs> and so this drum loop almost takes probably about the same amount of time as something like that. And um, I'm not going to do a fill at first. Right. I'm waiting for the drum, the loop explorer to open up here. Loop explorer back equal the backslash dot loops back. Yeah. Three loops. Now you talk about loop so, explorer. Is that a program in its own right? With, with, no, it's with drum in loops? the sonar. Aha. Uh -huh, okay. It comes with sonar. Right. And this only has. Bridge, chorus, and yeah, pre. I guess is what we'll, we'll use for our verse, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I do have verse. Okay. Let's see. So we want to we want to have a little intro here. So I mean, we have our two bar intro. Now we want the drums to go along with it. Okay, so we had our first bar, and we need a fill to get back into the verse. Hmm? <laughs> that would get you back in. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Bar, bar three, we're at... I want to crash, so there's my vs.crsh, and I root my jaws to PC, and hit the left mouse button twice, and that inserts it. And yeah, it's only yeah. one bar long, so I have to um, go in here and go to yeah, the first stop. Okay, so we know that we need, let's see. 
And let's put one more in. And then at bar six, we'll do a verse with a fill. Can we do that? Hmm. Well, here's a, here's a VS.alt4. What's that like? That'll work. And another crash. Let's do two fills. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And another fill. <laughs> yes, I like it. Chorus. My crash. Thank you. Wait. That's what I want. Oh, another one. Some of these are two bars long. Ah, uh, right. Yes. Okay. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to undo that because. If I remember right, the bridge has a bit of a ride to it. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But I could find one if I wanted one. Yeah, yeah, sure. For, for all intent. Mm, and then let's do another fill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, get, we had a fill ending here. What'll that sound like? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's not going to work. Okay. Now, if you wanted to use so, that fill and take those last two little crashes out of there, presumably you could do it. Yeah. But see, it... it Kind of funky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we could do. Aren't they nice? Yeah, that, that's nice. I mean, you and me can be transformed into just about drummers, Chrissy. I know, I know. It's frightening, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I was listening to that Tyrus 3 thing that I was telling you about, and I thought, oh, I could be a clarinet player, you know. So what I would do is I go here and beat three. I would just delete everything after that. So. 
and I'd fix that base here in yeah, a second. So yeah, right. We'd go to the th beat three, and we'd go back into the drum loop explorer, and we'd find ourselves a kick crash for the ending. <sighs> Come on, baby. Yeah, presumably it's got a lot of loading to do one way and another. Yep, yep. But you know, if you were using tape, you'd have to wait for that thing to rewind and set it on oh, heavens. Yeah. Generic single hits. Kick and both crashes. Why not? <laughs> okay, so we've got that, and then we go to. We go to base because we don't like the boom. Is that is it one of the yeah. track nine, volume one eighteen. And we're gonna play that in. Make sure nothing else is armed. Ah shoot. Undo. Well I hit it. There you go. And there you go. There you go. That's it. Yeah. And so your whole thing goes. are you paying that drummer um <laughs> he's good i would think probably in the neighborhood of six seven hundred bucks but you know oh no wait a minute more like two or three hundred but he just he is available every single time i want him he's good and he can isn't play he? any number of sessions yeah and he doesn't get tired and i don't ever have to pay him again <laughs> in other words, he's he's bought and paid for. Yeah. 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 He's, it's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. Um, if you wanted to look into some of the cool sounds that are available, I mean, I've got this one synthesizer called Dimension Pro. I mean... Dimension Pro 3 And without this program that's, that we've got, Cake Talking for Sonar... Mm. This instrument would not be nearly as accessible, okay? Okay. I mean, soft synthesizer is just... But Dimension Pro 3 dash old man for main menu dot CWD dialog. Dimension Pro options, dialog, list box, program controls for loading programs. One okay, I'm going to load programs. Program browser button, press enter. And I'm at the program browser. Mm-hmm. My options are... Zero, zero, one dash dimensions closed. Dimensions. Mm -hmm. Dimensions can be... Here's the 11th dimension. I just hit enter, and I can listen to that. Okay, that's just a G chord I played. Right. Here's, here's caves. Above C, A dimensional. Let's look at that. 
Kind of weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's, here's aftermarket. 100%. You're not going to use everything that's here. Yeah. There's alias chimes. I don't think you're ever going to use this unless you're, you know, doing something. Oh, another one that I like a lot is Bit Crusher, and I'll show you that. So, because I know this program, I know where to find yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Expansion pack two. Expand level one. Digital dimensions. Dimensions closed. Dimension level 2 FGA, FGA animated bit crusher. Animated bit crusher. Check this out. I mean, just a bunch of noise, right? Oh, that's great. I, lo I love things like that. Cool. I mean, there's a lot you can do with this thing. Okay. Absolutely useful in drama and things like that, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, Dimension, drums closed. Electric piano's closed. Drums closed. Drums up. Level two. FG well, <laughs> now you know, folks, if you hear funny sounds on pop records, that's where they come from. Who says we don't have fun on main menu, folks? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> vinyl kit? How about the vinyl kit? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> um, grooves. Grooves are good. Drum and bass breaks. Oh, there's 42 different type loops here. Wow. Uh -huh. You know, so you're having a day where you don't know what to do. Just lay into one of these things. Maybe you jam. Maybe you jam. And so you've got this open here. These little things. You can do that. Oh yes. So Greg, Greg so tell me a little bit about soft synths for those who don't know much about them. If you have a MIDI keyboard and a good computer, is that mm -hmm. all you need for soft synths, in fact? I mean, can you attach your... How would you attach, for example, supposing someone was interested in getting into this sort of thing and wanted to oh, attach a MIDI keyboard to... To a computer, how would they go about it? I don't know. No, fair I'd enough. Call, I'd, I'd call somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd get in touch with Bill McCann at Dancing Dots, and I'd say, "What do I need to do?" Uh huh. Because that's what I did. That's fair okay? enough. 
That's a, yeah. that's a, it's yeah, a good you've got way. You've to be smart enough to know who to call. Because there are all you've got to do. Yeah, there are a lot of people who would love to get into this sort of thing, and they think it, it's beyond me, but I wouldn't have thought it is. Oh, you know, no. beyond many these days. And so much, it can, it can obviously do so much in terms of editing, in terms of almost playing the thing for you, what with drum loops and yeah, things. Yeah, like with these drum loops, yeah. I mean, let's just go down a few. I mean, these things, a lot of times, they'll just give me ideas. Yes, yes, okay, say, yeah. Okay, I hear that. Now, let's, what can I do with that? Mm. I mean, sometimes I just come down here in the morning and say, you know, I, I get into, I, I look for a sound. Yeah, you've got an idea in your head. You come down, mm-hmm. you look for a sound. Oh, no, I don't And you're an away. See what I mean? I don't have any idea. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what I want to do. So, here's, here's a... An expansion pack. Air? What the heck is that? Air open, 24 items. I'll check it out. Yeah. Here's something called Air Age. Now, where they got that name, I don't know. On the other hand, though, you're playing around with it, and you might think, now there's an idea, I can work with that. But I'm not really intrigued. No, so we go on to another one. No. Now, could you change the attack on that if you wanted to? No, I can't. Right, okay. You yeah. know, um, some people that are smarter and, and better able uh, might be able to. Here's Armageddon. <laughs> Whoa! What were they thinking of when they gave it that name, I wonder? It's a bit tame for Armageddon, isn't it? Hmm. No, folks, we we haven't gone completely mad on main menu. These literally are sounds that you can get from the computer if you have the right software. Now, for example, that sort of thing you could use in, in electronic music and things Why, like that. Why, sure, you know, sure. So they're, they're, they're the type of thing that, uh, that, that people could find useful and, and, as you rightly say, could get ideas for, you know, from, sorry. It happens, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. I just come down here, you know, what do I do today? Um, because nobody's paying the bill today. Yeah. You know, well, this is sometimes, you know, and and, uh, like you say, a lot of times I come downstairs with plenty of ideas. And all I do is is put some bass and drums and and keyboards to it and then grab my guitar and do a couple, three tracks and and, and I'm ready to do my vocal. Or sometimes I'll just play my guitar, do a vocal, and then add things to that. But either way, you've got all these things at your disposal. Yeah. Instant, instant use. You know, and if you think back say, 20 years or so ago, how the heck would you do it? You wouldn't. You'd go into a studio. You'd have to have ideas set out already. You'd have to have your instruments available. Oh, oh, yeah. 20, 30 years ago, yeah. I used a, a four-track TX yeah. cassette. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, 
It was always available. Um, when I was in high school, I used two two cassette players. You know, if you if you have the desire to do some overdubs, you can probably if you've got a couple recorders, you can probably figure out a way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I do. Right. This makes it so much easier. It takes it takes all the hard to navigate things away from it because, I mean, it's talking to me. And not only that, you you've got. Stuff at your disposal there that, say, 30 years ago, recording studios, very big recording studios, would have given their eye teeth for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plus, you can add, you know, with a soft, uh, with the with a program, Sonar, you can do reverb and, and delay and, and all your effects that you want to do. You just add those, and you, can, and you can control how much is there. Can you do those in real time, or must they be added afterwards? You can hear them real time if you, yeah, if you put them in, you can yeah, put them yeah, in real time. Yeah, sure, sure. So you can hear what you're doing. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that is. It's that just is called. Amazing. It's just called input echo. You just turn <laughs> that on. You just turn that on, and then it shows you what your what your thing sounds like. And it, cool? and it would record if you were in the record mode, would it? Right. Very nice. Because yeah. as you know, as, as, as a guitarist or even a keyboard player or what have you, one often uses echo as sort of part mm -hmm. of the instrument, instrumentation, yep. so your playing is different. Right, right. Well, Greg, I'd like to thank you very much for taking the time to be with us on Main Menu, and I hope, folks, that what with that and Jorgen's demonstration of sonar, that you've got an idea just how easy it is now for musicians to do professional recording. On a, on a home computer, for goodness sake. And, you, you know, let's hear some of them. If you want to submit them, hey, mainmenu.acbradio.org, go to the website and uh, submit them there or FTP them. We'd love to hear what you do, what, what's come out of this. Thanks, Craig. That is really good and very, very interesting. And nice to know how you do these things. Anyway, that's it for Main Menu for... 2008 on New Year's Eve. Ah, I'll pick up my glass of champagne and drink in the new year and hope that you all have a very good new year. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's do a bit of housekeeping first before we go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can write to us at main menu, that's all one word, at acbradio.org. That's main menu at acbradio.org. If you'd like to write to our main menu's friends list, it's main menu, again, all one word, dash friends, dash subscribe at acbradio.org. That's main menu, dash friends, dash subscribe at acbradio.org. If you'd like to visit our website and see um, show notes, download previous shows, or even submit an idea if you'd like us to look at something in uh, a future main menu, that's where you can put the suggestion. Or if you've done something yourself, a little item that you'd like included for main menu, that can be submitted there as well. So please, please do get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, at the usual addresses, which I've just given. Anyway, that's it for main menu for this week and also for this year. On behalf of our executive producer, Nama Erez, and the team too numerous to mention, so I won't in case I leave someone out. I'm Chrissy Cochran, wishing you all a happy and prosperous 2009. From Main Menu on ACP Radio Mainstream, where your listening is our business.